Thomas. Michael. How you doing, buddy? Let me check. <laughs> Amazing. Now, here's something you might not know about. Do you know that last year, the number of Americans not having sex reached record highs? And why is that? A couple of reasons. First of all, it's 23% of all adults. One in four spent the last year celibate. People 18 to 29 doubled over the last 10 years. They say it's a lot of reasons. One, connected to a job. 54% of unemployed people didn't have a steady romantic partner. And, I don't know if I believe this, they say there's a lot more things to do at 10 p.m. than 20 years ago. Streaming video, social media, etc., movies. <laughs> it's all about the boob tube. Yeah, with the boobs now being the tube, right? Right. When I hear something like this, that more people aren't having sex, I say to myself, this is great news. It means more people are getting married. And it also means that the population is going to be under control. <laughs> China, all you got to do is get some good streaming services and you don't have to limit your population anymore. Yeah. Listen to this fun fact. Men who make love at least twice a week live 12 years longer oh. than, than those who are celibate. I like it. I asked my wife if she's trying to kill me. <laughs> I know you've told me many times, nothing ruins hump day worse than not getting humped. You want to hear a quick little funny story? Boy, I hope so. When I was a young man, I got a job at the uh, CBS affiliate in Philadelphia as a production assistant. And I made great friends with an older female anchor. Or no, uh, she wasn't an anchor. She was an anchor earlier in her career, but now she was just So you're a talking reporter. about the local CBS TV station? Yes. Okay. And we became really great friends. We did a lot of things together socially. And, you know, we talked about life. And I told her that I went through a period of my life where, you know, I wasn't just the kind of guy that would jump in bed with somebody. I'd, you know, rather not date anybody than just go out for a one-night stand. And also, I was afraid, you know, sexual diseases, there was AIDS and stuff like that. So anyway, a new reporter, a young reporter came to the station. She was doing a story on celibacy. So she must have talked to my friend, the reporter. She told him about me. And all I did was tell her that I didn't have sex for a little bit and I, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I guess she wanted to get different young professionals slant on this. So this young what, reporter. What on this? Slant. You know, different slants. Oh, okay. So she comes to my office and interviews me. And I talk to her and I just tell her what I just told you, that I didn't, you know, just jump in bed and I would wait, blah, blah, blah. So that's all. I, I thought, okay, that was a nice little interview. That next day it was a Friday and they started teasing the story early. You know, like when they do the 11 o'clock news, they tease it early in the day here to coming up on action news at 11. Right. You saw my picture. And underneath my picture in my office was the word celibate. Uh, <laughs> and I, you were like the 40-year-old virgin. Right. Well, I was only in my 20s then. But anyway. Yeah, but I, still. Right. I called up my friend Edie and said, what the hell is this about? Blah, blah, blah. She said, <laughs> she said don't worry about it. No one's going to see it. You know, I talked to a couple of friends. They said, don't worry. Who's going to watch 11 o'clock news? Well, it just so happened that that year was the Winter Olympics and our station was carrying the Winter Olympics. So everybody was in the bars watching the Winter Olympics. So at 1130, right before the Olympics came on, everybody's in these bars. They see this story on celibacy and they see my name in my <laughs> picture. <laughs> I get home that night and Your there's- phone must, is blowing up. There's 17 messages on my machine. Lacing you lion sack of what? You know, you know, it was just a nightmare. Right. Because everybody knows you. Well, but they knew I wasn't celibate. My goodness. Tom and Mike. All right, my friend, it's time. We haven't done this in a while. There's news every day. I know you're right on top of things. 
I'm going to tell you 10 quick stories, and you're going to tell me, Thomas, fake or true. Are you ready? Cue the massive production. (laughs) It's time for fake news, not fake news. Okay, number one. A Florida man believed he was half dog, half man when he attacked a man and a woman and was found biting their faces. Is that true or false? I'm going to say true because it <laughs> is Florida. You are correct, buddy. You're, let me put that That check. was a softball. You're one for one. <laughs> okay. Number two, Trump vows to bring back the small town Ohio's White Castle. Let's go with true. That is fake. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number All two. All right. I, I had a feeling it was. The Disney estate uncovers a cache of anti-American cartoons intended for release if Germany had won World War II. True or True. That is fake. Fake? That's right. No, I read that. I thought it was true. (laughs) Oh, buddy. I'm one for three. It's early in the season, though. You've got one right, two wrong. Here we go. It's the baseball season. It's early. A tightwad father says his wife stopped breastfeeding after six months should now pay for the baby's formula out of her own money. True. That is correct. How do you right. know that one? Batting 500. <laughs> CBS is being criticized for using prison laughter on their sitcoms laugh tracks. Prison laughter? You know, prisoners are sitting in front of the TV set. I say that's fake. You're correct. Okay. Okay, here we go. I am three for five. A St. Paul, Minnesota doctor, alarmed by how little time his family needed to decide to pull the plug on their grandfather. They arrived at the decision before he had time to finish listing all the treatment options. True or false? True. That is false. Uh, that was a tough one. I got to admit, that was a very tough one. That was, did you make that up on your own? No. Oh. Where are you finding this? Stuff? I go through the internet. Oh. And then I go to places like The Onion and other things that do, do fake things. And then through, right, here we go. You and the Google machine are yep, like this. I love you? it. That's what I'm good at. That's the only thing I'm good at with a computer. You've told me that. All right, here we go. New research links walnut consumption as a contributing factor that could suppress growth and survival of breast cancer. I happen to know that this is fake news. That is true. Wait, the story's true? Yep. It is? Yep. Oh. Gosh. Here we go. Come on. I hate myself. How many more do we have to go here? One, two, three, four. No, three. Okay. Thank God. Woman solo hiking through Yosemite National Park was confusing her friends because she was doing it for nothing to do with self-searching or inner journey or any other form of self-awareness. She just went for a hike. Okay. True. That is fake. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see the significance of that story. Well, just, you know. Okay, just silliness. New Hampshire man creates surfboard out of hundreds of used Dunkin' Donut coffee cups. True. You're correct, Omundo. And your last one, buddy. Denver TV meteorologist slammed by some of her audience for blocking too much of the weather map. True. That is true. Okay, so I'm about 50-50 here. I'm batting 500. I'm a slugger. You were 5 for 10. 5 out of 10. (laughs) Which is, I like the way you yell at me. If you don't look at it right, you say, that story didn't mean anything. <laughs> well, it didn't. Well, I'm just trying to come up with okay, stuff. Okay, all right. Oh, you're tough. Fake news, not fake news. Tom and Mike. This is a little mind-boggling. I'm going to ask you how you feel about this. A 61-year-old Nebraska woman just gave birth to her own granddaughter. How does that work? And not only that, it's a true family affair because... The woman's son is gay, and he's married, and him and his husband want to have kids. So 
the sister of the the brother decided to donate her eggs, but she didn't want to carry the baby. She let the mother, who was 61, do it. So the grandmother, the mother of the son. Oh, I see. Okay. She carried the baby to termination. And Are now we she, playing fake news, not fake no, news? No, that's what I'm saying. I should have. I actually. It sounds so convoluted. I wanted but, to use okay. it. It's not like incest or anything like that. No. But, I mean, how do you feel something like that? I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's just it's just something that when we were kids, you never would have believed, right. would you? But it is a strange headline. You could have used that in the fake news, not fake news. I wanted to, but then I w- would have taken away a good story to talk about. Okay. But, you know, we've finally reached a point in life where somebody is born and it's possible to be your own aunt or uncle, right? What's the story with Woody and Sun Yi? She was his stepdaughter. Right. And now she's his wife. Right. And what does that make her? His stepdaughter wife? I don't know. <laughs> that is sick. But you know what's weird? The mother or the grandmother who gave birth to it, she is listed on the birth certificate. Okay. I don't know. That's kind of weird. The oldest woman in history to ever give birth was 67. That was Greek woman. But that's pushing it, isn't it? Well, there was that story in the Bible about Abraham and Sarah. She was supposedly in her 90s. Right. But that's another story. I don't know. Things are getting out of hand. I don't know. In the future, women are going to give birth to a litter of kittens. Uh, kittens. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't have any problem. If everybody's happy, I'm happy. It's just that sometimes it's hard to comprehend that when you say a 60-year-old woman gave birth to her own granddaughter. It just seems like there would have been a better way of getting a child than putting that mother at risk. I mean, that's right. really, really old to be having a baby. Right. I agree. So you judge can't rules. Everybody's happy as long as you're not pushing health reasons, right? As long as you're not endangering somebody's life, and it seems like it would be. So I'm not crazy about this idea. But right. Okay. Hey, it's a free country, and I don't think there's any law against it, right? Right. You know what? There should be a law against <laughs> that crazy, wacky daily podcast of ours. You Is know, it- we really push the boundaries of <laughs> stupidity and fun. Do we not? Yes. And why don't you tell the good folks out there, John Q and Merriam Radio Public, exactly where to find that wacky, fun daily podcast. Go ahead, Mike. What's this world coming to dot com. Tom and Mike. So, Thomas, what do you think it costs today to raise a child to the age 17? And that's not even counting college. I'm just talking about. I'm going to guess around a quarter of a million dollars. You are close, my friend. It's 233. And if you add inflation, it bumps it up to 284. Whoa. Right? So I'm right in the wheelhouse. Yep. And the three worst cities in America to do this, to raise a kid to 17, are Jackson, Mississippi, Birmingham, Alabama, and good old Motown, Detroit, Michigan. And experts say there's a couple things you can do. They find a savings account with a high interest rate right away, long-term CD account, and then... I don't know what this means. They say feed only your favorite child. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> or you can get a vasectomy. I don't know. That's kind of mind-boggling to somebody who doesn't have a great job. He gets married and he looks and says, where am I going to come up with a quarter of a million dollars You know, for these years? But I guess it's little by little, right? Well, it's amazing what compounding interest can do. So you put 10000 in the bank when a kid is born and you just let it accumulate interest. How much would that be by the time the kid graduated high school? Probably enough to get through college, right? 
Yeah. Plus, they don't even take into consideration that some of these kids aren't moving out of the house till their mid-30s, right? That's true. Well, let's hope these kids are thrown into the pot. I'm sure they are, don't you? Well, if they're not throwing in the pot, they're smoking <laughs> it. Uh, and that's not even factoring all the liquor parents buy. That first year with the kids teething, take a couple <laughs> shots, right? Add 5000 for that first year. And then how uh, about 10000 liquor when the kid starts dating? You know, with that fear, right? Oh, yeah. Or about when your kids started to drive for the first time? I bet that put a little sleepless nights on you. I told you what we did. What? We wired the car so we would know exactly how our kids were driving. Is that true? Is it- it's, it is true. What do you mean wired it? Well, there's technology that will tell you, you know, exactly, you know, if your kid is obeying the speed limits and how fast they're going and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, we were like big brother. They hated that. Did you keep an eye on the speedometer? Odometer? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a great app. Teenagers are famous for going crazy in the car. And, you know, sadly, many are killed because of it. So I think this is a great piece of technology that every parent who has a child coming of age and starting to drive, you should look at it. It's really a great idea. Right. Well, I know. I mean, those kids at 16, they're texting and they're doing stuff and they're trying to show off and it's- And uh, you can find out all that stuff, right? Right. The only thing we didn't have in the car and it, it would have been easy to do would have been, you know, a camera. Right. And of course, that could have spawned a whole new reality series, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the best financial advice for kids is to get married, don't have kids, don't get divorced, and you'll live a happy life with no money problems, right? That's what everybody wants to be, just like you, Mikey. Tom and Mike. Do you ever have ringing in your ears? I know I do when you yell at me, but other than that, do you have ringing in your ears ever? No. Well, 20 million Americans do, and 2 million with extreme ringing. And it's not just because you're getting older. There's a lot of different reasons why people have ringing in their ears. Buildup of wax, medications they're taking, dental issues, head injuries. Now you fell on your front step, right? You didn't hear ringing after that? Yeah, a little bit, (laughs) but not anymore. Thank God. It's a horrible thing because you're trying to sleep at night and you know, you just want to roll over and answer the telephone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One guy said his ringing was so bad that it kept his wife awake at night. I don't believe that. (laughs) I don't believe that. You know, turn off your cell phone, your iPad, your headset, then find out if you still hear voices, right? Right. It's called tinnitus. It is? Yes. Spell it. (laughs) T-I-N-N-I-T-I-S. Tinnitus. Was a great quarterback. Remember Johnny Tinnitus? Yeah. (laughs) That was before my time. I heard about him, though. Number 19, right? That's right. But, you know, they say that actually coffee can help bring you the years, right? I didn't know that. See, another reason to go back to your coffee cup. Drink four or more cups a day. They'll suggest you have not only great hearing, but you'll have stomach ache, fast heartbeat, muscle tremors. I guess there's a trade-off, right? A little bit. And if you have five cups, you won't know if there's a difference between buzzing and ringing, right? Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get any ads from Folgers. <laughs> you know, you sound really anti-coffee. But I have no ringing, but sometimes when I put my head to the pillow and it's late at night and there's nothing on, I hear, you know that noise you hear in the summertime when the crickets are chirping? Right. That, that constant hum? I hear that. What's that mean? You hear a hum? Not a hum. It's just like white noise. You know, that's that white noise, but I have nothing on. It's just in my head. You know, you told me recently that Claire, your wife, you guys fight about the thermostat? Yeah. That's her trying to raise the thermostat. (laughs) 
You never fight over the heat at your house? No. You know, I remember when I came to your house, it was extremely cold. Oh, get the hell out of here. It was in the what time? It was a, it was a warm time of the year. We didn't even yeah, have the heat on. But I was up in the attic where no. you put me, and I was sleeping up there, and it was really cold. You're like the David Letterman of comics, right? You're the, you're the you're, snowflake. The, the studio has to be like meat locker temperature, right? You're the snowflake of radio. Okay. All right. Whatever you say. Tom and Mike. Now you're the you're the Bible expert. I don't think I'm an expert, but I I know enough to be dangerous, right? Yeah. Now, do you believe there was such a thing as Noah's Ark? Absolutely. And the Great Flood. Yeah. Well, in 2004, 60 percent of Americans believe in the story of Noah. That has dropped now to 42 percent. What do you think the drop is from? I think people are becoming less and less faithful about God. Faith in America, faith in our institutions, it's all dwindling. Right. You know, yep. You know, Noah actually had built the ark five years later than he wanted to, and he apologized to God. He told him he was sorry and thought he said, Noah, build an arch, and he built an arch. Did you know that? It was the inspiration behind McDonald's. I think. <laughs> but, you know, that whole, even whether you believe Noah's ark or not, there's some things you get out of that whole story. For example, don't miss the boat. Don't we're, miss the boat. We're all in the same boat. Yes. Plan ahead. It wasn't raining when he built it. Right. So plan ahead, travel in pairs, right? I like it. <laughs> That's true. That's not me trying to make something up funny. That's what some researcher said that came out of that. But, See? Uh, and it wasn't a carefree trip. You know, about three hours after they built it, a lion told Noah he needed two more gazelles. No. Yeah, baby. And everybody wasn't happy. An anteater said, you're only bringing two ants, huh? <laughs> and you know... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Never mind. I was just going to say the whole thing could have been going terribly wrong. Noah's wife asked him to build a catamaran. That would have been terrible, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, just for <laughs> his sailing addiction. Uh, all right. So yeah. So years ago, and I can't remember exactly how long because I have no concept of time anymore, but they had just opened that attraction down in Kentucky called... Right, I know what you're talking about. Noah's Encounter. Or, or, or something like that. But we went, I was invited because I'm in the media, and we went, and they gave us a tour and the whole thing. But this boat that they built, it's a full-on you know, display. It right. is huge. It's not like a cruise ship, is it? Oh, it's bigger than that. It's it like, is? Yeah. It's about six stories high. It's bigger than a football field in length. I mean, it is humongous. And by the way, that used to be my radio name back <laughs> in the day. Humongous. Coming to you. Top of the water to you, everybody. This is humongous. Yeah. <laughs> and you actually went to this place? I did. Did they have a guy that looks like Noah walking around? Yeah, they had all these people in caricature. And <laughs> oh, I, th- I swear, I think the guy that played Noah was Steve Carell, but I can't be sure. <laughs> and what do you get charged to go to this thing that they should let people I in? think it was about $20, $25 oh, man. for adults. And then kids were, you know, a discounted rate, but... We didn't pay anything because I'm in the media. That's right, buddy. That's one of the many perks, see? Noah's <laughs> Encounter is what it was called. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Check it out. It's big in Kentucky. I think it's going to draw a lot from the south, but people in the north, not so much. You know what? I'm going to get on the Google machine today and find out what It's atten- pretty massive. I'm going to find out what the attendance is, is like. We took some pictures. <laughs> I have uh, some pictures on my phone. I'll send you if you want me to. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) Tom and Mike.